it will make you strong and fast. Stronger and faster than any of your fellow hunters. You'll have an edge in raw power when it comes to sorcery. Even that weak-kneed trash you monkeys flatter yourself by calling magic. The hellbreed paused. Cold air hit my wet ear. A single drop of condensation trickled down the outer shell of cartilage, grew fat, and tickled unbearably as it traced a dead flabby finger down to the hollow where ear meets neck, a tender, vulnerable spot. I'll also go so far as to help you keep this city free of those who might interfere with the general peace. Peace is good for profit, you know. A soft, rumbling chuckle brushed against my cheek with its cargo of sponge-rotten breath. I kept my fucking mouth shut. Stay silent until he offers all he's going to offer, Malaya. Mikhail's advice, good advice. I was trained, wasn't I? At least, mostly trained. A hunter in my own right, and this was my chance to become... What? Even better. It was a golden opportunity, and if he thought I should take it, I would. And I wouldn't screw it up. I would not let my teacher down. So stay quiet, Jill. Stay calm. I kept breathing softly through my mouth. The air reeked of hellbreed and corruption. Tasting that scent was bad, as bad as breathing it through my nose. I just couldn't figure out which was worse. Something hard, rasping like a cat's tongue, flicked forward and touched the hollow behind my ear, pressing past a few stray strands of hair. If I hadn't been so fucking determined to stay still, muscles locked up tighter than Val's old cash box, I might have flinched. Then I probably would have died. But the touch retreated so quickly I wasn't sure I'd felt it. Except that little drop of condensation was gone, wasn't it? Shit. I was now sweating too bad to tell. The hellbreed laughed again. Very good, little hunter. The bargain goes thus. You bear my mark and use the power it provides as you see fit. Once a month you'll come visit and you'll spend time with me. That's all. A little bit of time each month. For a superlative use of the power I grant you, you might have to spend a little more time. Say, five or six hours. Now it was negotiation time. I wet my lips with my tongue, wished I hadn't because I suddenly knew his eyes had fastened on my mouth. Half an hour, maximum. Bargaining on street corners taught me that much, at least. You never take the John's first offer, and you never, ever, ever start out with more than half of what you're willing to give. Sometimes you can pick who buys you, and for how much. That's what power really is. You wound me. The hellbreed didn't sound wounded. He sounded delighted, his bland tenor probing at my ear. Three hours. See how generous I am for you. This is too easy. Be careful. An hour a month, maximum of two, and your help on my cases. Final offer, hellbreed, or I walk. I didn't come here to be jacked around. Why had I come here? Because Mikhail said I should. I wondered if it was another test I'd failed or passed. I wondered if I'd just overstepped and was looking at a nasty death. 
Bargaining with Hellbreed is tricky. Hunters usually just kill them. But this wasn't so simple. This was either a really good idea or a really bad way to die. A long, thunderous moment of quiet, and the room trembled like a soap bubble. Something like masses of gigantic flies on a mound of corpses buzzed, rattling. Helotong, the language of the damned. It lay under the skin of the visible like fat under skin, dimpling the surface tension of what we try to call the real world. Done, little hunter. We have a bargain, if you agree. My throat was like the Sahara, dry and scratchy. A cough caught out in the open turned into a painful ratcheting laugh. What do you get out of this, Perry? That scaly, dry, probing thing.